We're continuing in Psalm 103, and I'd like to read again verses 1 through 5. We'll be looking uh, at a very short part in verse 3, the first part of verse 3 today. This is the living word of God. A psalm of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. May the Lord open our hearts to understand this and apply it this morning. Last time we looked at verse 2, when we were looking at that, David is essentially telling himself again, telling his soul, his heart, uh, to bless the Lord and to forget not all his benefits. And David is telling himself, so bless the Lord and do not forget the benefits of being a member of the family of God. And we forget so easily, I believe. Matthew Henry said, and I quoted last week, if we do not give thanks for them, the benefits of God, if we don't do that uh, on a continual basis, he said, we do forget them. It's what we do. It's easy to forget. But this morning, we're looking at verse 3a, and the first benefit listed in this uh, partial list of benefits is forgiveness. forgiveness. The forgiveness we know in the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, who forgives all your iniquities. What a benefit. And David knew much of the blessing of the forgiveness of God in his life. He experienced it. And so he told his soul to bless the Lord with all that was in him. And not to forget the benefits of the Lord to him. To not forget how much he had been forgiven personally. He knew the pardoning grace of God. And he rightly praised God for his mercy uh, later in Psalm 103, we'll see a little more about the great mercy of God to us. And David uh, penned that. He ex expressed it. David sinned against the Lord grievously, but uh, as a man who sought the Lord, as a man after uh, God's own heart, who confessed, who repented, uh, he experienced the grace of God's forgiveness. And we experience it. We can rejoice in it, as we already have in this service. And uh, if you want to understand more of David's heart of uh, confession for his sin, uh, you can look at Psalm 51 or Psalm 32, of which we've quoted this morning some. In fact, in uh, the verse that we recited earlier in the uh, confession of, of sin, uh, and then in celebrating his forgiveness uh, for our transgressions, uh, we quoted Romans 4, uh, a verse in Romans 4, which is a quote from Psalm 32. David said, blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven. So he knew the blessing of being forgiven for his lawless deeds, his obviously lawless deeds. He knew that blessing of being forgiven, of having his sins covered. And then he said later in Psalm 32, I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. I can imagine him crying, probably. You forgave the iniquity of my sin, as great as it was. And as we understand more deeply how much we have been forgiven, we then, I believe, will more readily be forgiving people. We will forgive others. 
And I think there's nothing like being a part of a family, part of this church family, indeed, to teach us how to ask for forgiveness and, and to learn how to do that, to learn to be forgiving. My wife and my kids have heard me ask for forgiveness, I don't know how many times, not enough, probably, especially my dear wife, when I've acted or in anger or just responded in selfishness. And I pray that God would impress on my dear family and, and this family, my family here, uh, that a family or a couple or a church family cannot relate in the Lord or become more like the Lord or have a healthy hunger for the Lord without constantly forgiving, constantly forgiving. But forgiveness must be done. We, we must remember it can be done and, and can only be done really by God's grace by relying on God's grace. And because we understand more and more the cost of our forgiveness. We love because he first loved us. We forgive because he forgave us. Those who bless the Lord more and more for his forgiveness, I believe, will be becoming forgiving people. That's what they will be noted for. May we be known here at Dominion as people who do not forget the great forgiveness that we have been given through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so be known as a people who forgive, a people of peace, and, and thus glorify the one who forgave us. In Matthew 18, it tells of how Peter asked the Lord, uh, Peter came to the Lord and, and he asked this question, basically to find out, well, how, you know, how much should I forgive, he said. You remember that? How much should I forgive? How forgiving should we be, basically, is what he is asking. Seven times? And the Lord answered Peter and the others who were listening in a way that they probably didn't expect. The Lord said to forgive, not just seven times, the seven times you think is a lot, but 70 times as much. In other words, forgive much more than you think is adequate. And then the, the Lord spoke to them in a parable just after he answered Peter. Uh, this is the parable of the unforgiving servant. And he spoke of a servant who was forgiven much. Remember that? Huge debt, massive debt uh, that he owed to his master. Uh, but then when he was forgiven, he went out and he would not forgive a much smaller debt to his fellow servant. And the master said to him at the end of the parable, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant just as I had pity on you? And then that servant knew uh, the displeasure of his master. And then Jesus concluded saying, so my heavenly, this is the conclusion of the parable. So my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. So we have in the Lord Jesus the highest example of forgiveness. Our holy, our sinless master paid the penalty for our iniquity. And so our judge forgave us. Ephesians 1 says, in him, that is in the Lord Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, all by his grace that we are forgiven. And forgetting the great debt that we have been forgiven, if we forget that, it stifles, I believe, our ability to forgive others as we are commanded to do so. Colossians 3 says, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. 
And then in Psalm 86, David also said this, For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive, and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you. You, Lord, are good and ready to forgive, he said. And his children, as his children, we are called to be imitators of God. And so we should also be ready. We should always be ready to forgive. We should be eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. And oh, for a growing thankfulness among us. I believe we are thankful for God's forgiveness. But a growing thankfulness and a growing awareness of the Lord's great mercy to us in forgiving us, forgiving our sins, and a growing love for him and for his sacrifice for us to make that forgiveness possible. Now, if we are, if you are, um, lately, tending to forget, to praise him, to bless him for this wonderful benefit of his forgiveness, we can rejoice each week. We can be reminded each week as we partake of this communion, as Rodney said, this memorial this morning. And then by his grace, we are able to bless him. He imparts grace. He gives us grace to bless him with all that is within us, that we are forgiven. We are forgiven people. So come now, brothers and sisters, and bless the Lord who forgives all your iniquities through the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, you are worthy of all praise and honor and glory and thankfulness for your gracious forgiveness. Your promise is that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Oh, Lord, what great mercy you have given us in Jesus Christ and how patient you are when we are slow to thank you, when we are forgetful of your kindness and your forgiving heart. Lord, we want to partake now of these elements remembering your mercy and your great love for us with thankful hearts. Lord, teach us to forgive as we have been forgiven. And fill us with your spirit that we might be imitators of our heavenly Father. And we remember now again the cost of our forgiveness. Your blood shed for us and your body broken for us. Lord, it was your sacrifice that made this benefit possible. So we now bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen.